your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to Monday of Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm Rick Sola. I'm 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Eric from Sparta is already on hold. <laughs> I don't know what he wants to talk about. I haven't even brought anything up yet. I don't even know what I want to talk about at this point, but Eric from Sparta is calling in. And we'll get to him in a minute. Stay tuned. Uh, 608-785 is the 608-785. We'll give you the whole number. 7914, the talk at text line again, if you want to get in here. A couple of things going on. Uh, There's a free testing site going on for another 50 minutes or so down here in downtown lacrosse at not, not here literally, but uh, over at the health and human services buildings parking lot. If you want to get tested, you got to be over five. So if you're listening to this show and you're under five, I don't, I don't even know how you got to, well, you probably turned on the radio. Four-year-old probably could do that. <laughs> but you got to be over five. You've got to be, you got to have one of the symptoms that the, the county health department has put out. And then that's it. And you got to get there, I guess. You could pre-register too. There's just a little link to just pre-register. I'm, I'm looking here. They post every once in a while about, about the wait times. I'm guessing not a big wait time because they really only posted a couple of different times today, the wait times. I see the, the county did, oh, they're doing a weekly snapshot now of new cases because they're not going to do daily cases anymore. And that weekly snapshot came out today so we can see what the the virus did last week, but we won't be able to see that daily, not from the County anyway, but we will be able to see that through the state data, whether or not those line up hasn't always been the case. So that'll be interesting to see if those, I guess we won't really even know if they line up unless I, unless we ask the County health department, how accurate the state data is compared to the County's data in the past, they haven't lined up, but some of those symptoms. So, if you're going to go to the free testing site and they're say, "Hey, if you, even if you have mild symptoms, pretty pretty basic symptoms: fever, cough, shortness of breath, or difficulty breathing, chills, or repeated shaking with chills, muscle pain, headache, sore throat, new loss of taste or smell." So, those are the symptoms. If you want to go get tested, doing this this Monday, next Monday, and the last Monday of the of August, of the summer, I said. It's kind of sad, right? Oh, August, summer's over. Unless you're an adult, then you don't really, summer doesn't really count unless you're a teacher. But uh, yeah, so those are the symptoms. You can go get tested this week. You can go get tested every week if you if you have these symptoms for the next three Mondays for free. The Health and Human Services building. Uh, but yeah, just uh, about testing and about cases, yeah, the, the county isn't putting out the case data anymore. It was always kind of interesting to see it. I, I guess it's not helpful is what they said last week during their um, sneak peek of a new COVID-19 compass that should come out this Friday. But we'll see. <laughs> and we'll see if it's helpful. I mean, the COVID compass was pretty basic. It was pretty easy to be like, oh, and it was always in red, right? Because we always had uh, a lot of cases. But maybe now, maybe now with the new compass, it won't always be in red. Because it won't be a compass. Maybe there'll just be multiple compasses. Kind of hard to figure out what exactly it's going to be um, without an interactive. It'll just be nice to see it when it's on the website, hopefully by Friday. 
Um, all right, 608-785-7914. Eric's, I'm not going to make Eric wait any longer. we got we got to know what he's, what he's got on his mind. Eric from Sparta, you're on the air. Go ahead. Yeah, I think i got two things. First, about this uh, COVID. I think uh, uh, or the uh, La Crosse County Health Department are lazy, period. People want to know what's going on. They get away for a week to find out if the cases are double. Number two, the difference between... Uh, uh, Mail-in voting and absentee voting, are they two different things, or are they all on the same? Because absentee voters have to sign, sign up with a voting uh, register, register themselves with a voter, county clerk, but absentee voting, it seems to get sent to everywhere without any complications whatsoever. Absentee voters are um, subject to uh, court duty. Absentee voters, are they subject to that at all, or is that just... Free for all. Let them, let, stand up, everything, everybody in the world. Who cares what they? Who cares what they sign for? They have no responsibility whatsoever. Can you tell me this? Mail-in voting and absentee voting. Can you tell me that? Absentee voting is mail-in voting. Mail-in voting isn't absentee voting. It's like one of those uh, grade school test questions. Which which one is what and what isn't the other? <laughs> so, um, yeah, absentee voting. Eric, I think you have to request an absentee ballot. And then you can mail in your vote, which would be mail-in voting. They're kind of the same. I think mail-in voting. There's there's a a, a, a situation here where you, they would send you the ballot no matter what. Minnesota did this for my primary just last week. Essentially, it was a Senate primary, and I got the ballot pretty early, and I just let it sit on the counter until until it was <laughs> until it needed to be sent and needed to be postmarked the day. What was it? August 11th. So August 11th, I went and mailed it, but it was just for a Senate seat. It wasn't quite as important uh, as the as the one that was here last week. So yeah, Minnesota's doing that. They're sending ballots to everybody. I don't. I guess I don't. I don't. If they send me a ballot for the November election, great, because they changed my polling place. And I wouldn't have known that unless I just randomly saw in one of those weekly newspapers <laughs> that comes randomly in the mail. You know, like oh, oh, there's one from Fillmore County. Interesting. And then you just, just kind of lays around, and you're yeah, it's at some point you look at it, right? And like oh, my polling place is now in Caledonia instead of seven miles. Now I've got to drive like thirty miles to get, to go and vote, which sucks. So yeah, I'm I'm going to be hopeful that I just get a ballot. Otherwise, I'm going to have to figure out if they're going to send me a ballot. Otherwise, I'm going to have to request one. So, um, yeah, I, I guess that that's that's the best way I can explain it, Eric. The, the idea that every, everyone that's registered to vote could get a ballot would be great. I mean, you wouldn't have to think about it at all. You just get a ballot. You can study it as long as you want. You wouldn't have to send it in until, you know, I, get, I guess the worry is it wouldn't get to where it needs to go in time with the whole postal service thing and uh, but you could also just drop it off at your your elections office, your county elections office. So I mean, you'd only have to drive. I mean, for some that's that's pretty close. For me, it's Caledonia, so it's not all that close. I'm pretty sure it's Caledonia. I haven't looked because I haven't had, haven't had to do it. But anyway, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four is the talk and text line if you want to get in here. Ron Kind will join us tomorrow, twenty four hours and one minute from now. Uh, Congressman Ron Kind, we talked to his challenger, Derek Van Orden, last Friday. 
And uh, it wasn't the the most, it wasn't the greatest conversation. There wasn't really any conversation going on. It was kind of him just hitting the hitting his bullet points. I feel like, and then me trying to like come back and and have a conversation about that. But it was it was rather difficult. I mean, he did get all the, I think all the key phrases out: socialist, uh, Pelosi puppet, um, all those you know. Very easy things to to go. Yeah, yeah. Pelosi's puppet. Screw out kind. So it wasn't it wasn't a super fun conversation in that regard. It wasn't a conversation. It was just him going off on on what he was mad about. And you can be like, yeah, at least he's passionate. But like, okay, but when he's a congressman, what is he going to do? Because that's that's kind of the key thing. And I don't know. It'd be interesting to see tomorrow if Ron Kind comes in here and starts calling Derek Van Orden Trump's puppet and. He's a whatever the an anarchist or uh, you know whatever you want to call him. So all right, we got to do Brad. We got to get Brad. We got we don't have to do Brad, but we're gonna get to Brad in the news. We'll be back after this. I'm with him. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four is the talking text line. Eric brought up absentee voting versus mail in voting. He didn't really understand that. I think he was asking what the difference is, and one, in one regard, they're not different. Mail-in voting is absentee voting is mail-in voting. Uh, just uh, it brings me back to like grade school questions where it'd be like, mail-in voting is absentee voting, but is absentee voting mail-in voting true or false? <laughs> I don't even remember how you answer those questions, but it's been a while since I uh, took any grade school tests. Joe, when's the last time you uh, you had to you had to take some? Do you have any kids that you had to take some tests? Uh, grade school, no. you had to help your kids no. with some tests. Joe's no, on the phone, no. by the way. This isn't an interview. This is Joe calling in. Joe, yeah, go ahead. You wanted to talk about uh, uh, mail-in voting. Yeah, so the problem with mail-in voting, I see, is you have too many opportunities, you know, to find out, tally up, find out who's ahead. And then if you've had all these ballots out there that people can get all summer long, which I don't know what for. I mean, I guess if you want to sleep this under your pillow, makes it makes you feel better before you mail it in, I might have all these chances to say, well, President Trump was ahead by this many votes, and then pretty soon all these warehouses are going to start showing up with these ballots that have been mailed out, mailed in throughout the summer but conveniently weren't found until Trump was ahead. But, but you'll, so, be, you'll be okay with it if it's Biden's ahead and then all these ballots come, come around with Trump, Trump votes? Biden can't even... Biden can't even get ahead of his own ass, let alone Trump. So but, I don't know how that could but, possibly happen. But so, so you're you're not you're going to be okay with that, or? No, I'm not going to be okay with the election period if it's mail-in voting and it's going to be a fraud, no but matter what. You, you, you know, like five states already do all their voting by mail. Like this isn't Ooh, a this five. isn't a new Holy concept. No. Five states. Were, what's the population in all of those? And the reason why they do it is because they're so spread out. What well, we're talking about. Well, Oregon, Washington, Colorado, Hawaii, and there's one other one I can't think of off the top of my head. But those aren't like weird states. That's a bu- a Colorado. Bunch of, a bunch of no counters. What? But a bunch of no counters. But the problem is, is you're going to have all of a sudden all these warehouses in Jersey filled up with ballots for 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 Biden, which I'm sure they're already loading right now. 
and every other state so that when Trump does come out ahead, you're going to have these magic ballots that were just found but have been mailed in throughout the summer. But Right, but after that, after those Jersey ballots come out, then Florida's going to have some magic ballots in a, in a warehouse somewhere, probably in like a senior living facility that they forgot to turn in. And then Trump's well, going to come could. out ahead. And then, you know, over in, you know, maybe right in D.C., there'll be a couple more ballots. I mean, we'll just do this for six months. We'll just keep doing it. It's going to be easy because it's going to be like all the ventilators they didn't need. They can just blame it on that. The Democrats can. Well, all the leftover ventilators were stored in front of the ballots, so we couldn't see them. Okay. And now now all of a sudden we can. So it looks like Trump didn't win. So all right. it's going to be a whole lot of that. All right. Thanks for the call, Joe. Uh, 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Um, <laughs> I'm getting a text. Uh, how come we can mail seniors their social security checks every month? And how can, how can we, how, how can we trust that our, our $1,200 checks are coming in the mail? We, we could trust that, but we can't trust that our ballots are going to get to where they're supposed to go. So 608-785-7914 is the talk of text line. Uh, we could ask, we could ask Ron kind this tomorrow when, when he brings it up. Speaking of mailing, and I've had this 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 uh, post what do, what do you want to call it postcard? It's been in my junk drawer for for quite some time because I just thought it was interesting. I live in Minnesota. I live in the first district, and Congressman Jim Hagedorn is my congressman, and uh, he's 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 always he always has a interesting two Facebook pages. He has his U.S. Congressman Facebook page, which is very we bipartisan support and working together and. Governor Walls and this and that, and we've done this and we've done that. And then he has his regular Jim Hagedorn campaign page where, where it sounded more like Derek Van Orden's uh, conversation last Friday, Pelosi puppet and the Democrat and the this and that. And anyway, so there's a story on wisdomnews.com today, and this is an AP story, but Hagedorn, Hagedorn's office, Hagedorn spent more than any other congressman in, in in the house, and he spent uh, t- about two hundred seventy thousand dollars on print mailing. So, and I've had this, I've had this like postcard in my junk drawer for I don't even know how long. And I always thought it was interesting because it's just garbage mail. Like I'm like, why am I getting this from Jim Hagedorn? He's asking about one was about what what kind of health care you would like. Another one was about this this picture here is about prescription drug prices. And and then, you know, at the bottom left corner, it says uh, this mailing was prepared, published and mailed at taxpayer expense. I thought that was kind of interesting because I'm like, oh, I'm paying for this stupid thing that I'm just, you know, I I should have thrown away. I should have recycled because it's garbage. Well, not garbage, recyclables, right? But uh, but I just kept it because I just thought that was interesting. And here, you know, a couple of weeks later, a couple of months later, there's there's news stories uh, a couple of different news stories about Mr. Hagedorn and and spending, and he's fired his chief of staff, blaming his chief of spa- staff for sending out mailings. And uh, then then if you want to dig into the weeds, because there's always weeds to dig in, right? Like there's an AP version of the story, which is kind of down the middle. We're just going to report, you know, the basics. And then if you dig in the weeds, there's uh, there's some other stories out there about who's getting this money that he was sending out to get mailings and stuff like that. So uh, it, it's more more weeds than I'd like to get into, but it's kind of interesting to read. Like, oh, so our congressman might be using funds to uh, using our taxpayer money to to send to businesses that he or maybe some of his staff own 
or no and yeah super fun super fun to to, to look at um all right we got a couple of calls here of course eric's calling back and uh another call i don't know who this is caller who's this you're on the air uh this is russ hey russ go ahead so uh, correct me if i'm wrong but i think i got this right absentee ballot you request a ballot yep and mail in voting to me is a mail out i mean they just mail them out to everybody right yeah well it can be you can interpret it that way if the if the entire country went to mail in voting and then you didn't go to the polls then yeah every everyone who's registered to vote would get a ballot in the mail if they were registered yeah you'd have to register yeah and then so three four ballots come to my house and if nobody's home and I just fill them all out and sign their names. Is there a way they know? Yeah, the the you you would have to sign their names with their signature. There's people that look at the signatures, and also you would go to jail for a long time for doing that. Well, don't you think people would do that? I mean, is it worth? It, it, all right, old, if that happened once, I'm I'm sure they're not going to catch all of them. All right, is it worth but, it to you uh, to go to jail? I don't know how long you would go to jail, but is it worth it to you to go to, to jail for a decade to send in four extra ballots? So let's say a decade per ballot. So 40 years in jail, is it worth it to you for four extra votes? It might be to somebody. All right, it's but... not to me. Right, that's what I'm saying, is it? It's just that's like anything. you should request a ballot, and then you know you're getting sent a ballot, you know, they know they're sending you the ballot. You can't, I, I don't see how you can just, I mean, they can't get the mail right anyway. How are they going to know where these ballots are going and who's filling them out? You're telling me that millions and millions of signatures are going to be gone over by, like, some signature person that knows yeah, that that I have no I, idea. I don't know how that works, honestly. It's impossible. They, they might have it's like ridiculous. They, they, it should never happen. I might have that wrong, honestly, because that that actually probably isn't uh, realistic. But there's, you know what? There's there's a lot of technology, and I'll tell you, I'm not really up to speed on my how do you verify a vote is a vote. Uh, well, so. yeah. Earlier you were asking about the difference, and I think the difference is absentee. You request one. That then you mail it in. That's mail. Right. In. We've we've established that, but, but like you're but, but you're not trusting mail in is is a it's a gigantic mail out. You're so you're not trusting you're not trusting the who's, who's filling these ballots out. Russ, you're not trusting That's, the mail to get your ballots, but you're you trusted the mail to get you your twelve hundred dollar check. So why what's the difference here? You you trust that the mail got you. I wish it, I got one of those. Well, you should. Well, if you didn't get one, then you should. You should go to irs.gov, sign in, and and tell them that you didn't get your check, because then it will be coming in the right. mail. And you trust that it's going to come in the mail because it's money for you, and you're not gonna. You're not gonna go. Well, I don't know if I could trust that uh, the check for twelve hundred dollars is going to come. So we better not do it. We better not send these twelve hundred dollar checks because the check could go anywhere. It could go to my neighbor, and then they're going to get a twelve hundred dollar check, and then they're going to sign it and steal it from me, right? Because that's what neighbors do. 
Um, all right, so I'll be back in a minute. We got Scott's comment coming up. Brad doing the news. We'll be back after this. I was it. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Eric from Sparta's waiting on hold again. He did spark a conversation that we're having. We're really talking about anything else, but he, he was curious as to what the difference was between absentee voting and mail-in voting when there's not a difference in when you just kind of say it out loud. Uh, there is a difference in terms of sending ballots to registered voters versus registered voters requesting ballots. So that that would be the difference. Eric, you, go ahead. You're back on. As an absentee voter, I'm required, when I went to vote one time, I have a sciatic. I walked halfway across the gym room to vote. And I got back, I talked to the city clerk, he says, can I vote absentee because my back is killing me? I said, absolutely. Just come over here, sign your name, give me your ID number and all this stuff. And uh, they send me, they send them to me, they send them the stand, self-set, self-addressed stand envelope to send them back with a witness before I can send them back. What is uh, uh, absent, or the other uh, absentee voting? Is that there any, is there any uh, shall I say, responsibilities involved in that? Because when I do this, I'm eligible for jury duty. It's absentee, not absentee voting, but the uh, free-range voting. These people have any um, responsibility among themselves, or don't you know anything about that? I, I really don't, I don't know what you're asking, Eric. Like you're 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 throwing. No, 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 I'm, in, I'm asking you this. You're throwing in any, jury duty for some any reason. Envelopes to anybody in the world and stuff like that. Are they responsible for being a citizen where they could, they could be called for uh, jury duty or just send them in? They could send them back in, and they don't know where the hell they came from or where they came from. They just send them to every address in the country, and then uh, who cares? Let it go from there. That's a Democrats, on, as do you. Okay. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people that that don't want to go to the polls would would love to just have their ballot mailed to them without having to think about it too much and then be like, "All right, well, now I can study this out." But like we're going to we're going to bring we're going to bring up the idea that this is going to be a debacle because for some reason it's become political as if Republicans would vote less absentee than Democrats which wouldn't be the case at all. If everyone got absentee ballots, then I feel like most people, if you just had to fill it out and put it back in your mailbox, I feel like most people would rather do that than drive down to wherever you got to drive down. Some people have to wait in line. Other people don't, but you have to, you know, you have to, especially now with the pandemic, this is the whole reason why we're, we're having this conversation. And the other reason why we're having this conversation is because for some reason, Donald Trump doesn't think that if everyone got a ballot in the mail, he he doesn't think he would win the election. He thinks Democrats would win the election. I don't exactly know why. I, I guess maybe because Democrats would use the mail more. Aren't Republicans like older in in general anyway? Aren't most people you know like and the, the most older people tend to lean Republican? Is that not like the preconceived notion? And then therefore. Like young people don't use the mail. Like what are we? What are we talking about? And the the whole idea here is to to make us question this. Like it's a some big fraud or some big scheme. 
uh, when it's like we do this all the time with all kinds of things in the mail. So why why would it be? Why is it now? Why would it be now that it's a big scheme? Hmm. I wonder. Uh, all right, we'll go back to the phones. Uh, go ahead. Who is this? Diane. Hi, Dan. Go ahead. You're on the air. Well, okay. Um, the thing is, is with an absentee ballot, ballot, you have to prove. You have to send them your picture. You have to send them your identification, so they know that that's you. And then they send you the ballot. Do you, do you send them a selfie or what? Address. Huh? What do you mean? You send them a selfie? You send them a picture? No. Yes, you do. You send them your driver's license. They verify your address, or you go down there in person if they don't know who you are, and then they say, okay, you are a registered voter. This is your address. You can vote absentee. That's what my husband and I did because of this COVID. Otherwise, these mail-in ballots are just sent to properties of homes or addresses, and I don't know where the verification is there. Okay, I but- think that's what they're concerned about. Okay, and I, I honestly, like Eric brought this up, so I couldn't tell you how we're verifying when the ballots come back that this person voted yes, is, is this person. That is but. going to be the problem. You can't just send ballots out to households and know that that person still lives well, there, that person is a registered voter, they have shown identification to say that this is where they're from. That's the that is the problem. But it's the not but that the other they problem don't is want you to ballot, that it's not that they don't want you to vote by mail is that they want you to make sure that they're sending the people that are registered voters. Yeah, but the amount of fraud that happens in, in mail-in voting is pretty minimal. It's like point zero 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 eight percent or something like that. It's it's ridiculously low. And the idea How that... How do you know that? How do you for sure know that with what's going on now? They've never sent ballots out like this before. They've always taken care of it. They've always had it under... Um, this is how you do it. They've had a criteria. This is there's no criteria for. Hey, I had to jump through hoops to get it to be sent to my house. Yeah, it sucks. That's doesn't all it? I'm saying. You can believe whatever you want to believe, and you can say whatever you want to say, and that's okay. They're talking about the country, but you, and I don't but care you if think you're Republican, that, and I don't care if you're a Democrat. But you think you that have it. You want to? I don't. I don't know. Apparently, you don't have a conversation. So. Um, the idea that, like, okay, this this ballot's going to go to somebody somebody's house that's no longer lives there, and then that person's going to get that ballot with somebody else's name on it and be like, "Excellent! Now I can really di- now I can really take it to Donald Trump." And they take that and they fill that ballot out, and it's you know, Bill fills the ballot out even though it says Sally's name on it, and he fills it out and he signs it, Sally, or you know, whether or not they sign it, I don't even. If it, I had to sign mine, so. And he signs it and he sends it back. So I feel like they do. I feel like they do look at every signature because each county is going to have. It's going to go back to each county. They're look at. They're going to look at your signature anyway. They're going to. When I go in to vote, I don't have to show my ID in Minnesota. I just go, Hey, Rick, Solom, here's my address. And he goes and looks, and there he is. There's Rick. Checkbox. There's no picture. There's no, you know. But if if Sally, if Bill sends Sally's ballot back. And they get it, and it's, you know, Sally, her social security number, whatever, it comes back, and that's, you know, all that. That's, and then somewhere else, Sally has voted somewhere else in the country, and now Sally has voted twice, right? Well, they're going to go, okay, well, oh, Sally actually did get a ballot here, but somebody else sent Sally's other ballot in here. Well, they're going to go to Bill's house, 
because they got his address and be like, um, yeah, you sent this ballot in and you you aren't Sally. And then Bill's going to go to prison. The uh, there's There are a couple of different variations of punishment for vote, voter fraud. I uh, was reading here in the during the break because this this is just something that Eric brought up because he's really worried about it for some reason something about jury duty but uh, other types of fraud I'll just read this from uh, a law firm website other types of fraudulent voting violations carry stiffer penalties voting and violation of absentee ballot laws is punishable by a fine of up to five thousand dollars five years in prison or both. So when Bill sends Sally's ballot in and Sally sends two ballots in for, for whatever election and they figure out that Bill voted for Sally is and, and it's one vote, right? Like, God, it's going to get him. That's really going to stick at the Trump that one vote for Joe Biden. And now he's, you know, he's got a, he's got a $5,000 fine and five years in prison or both. It's worth it, though. Totally worth it. Like that one ballot that got mailed to me by accident. So worth it. Uh, caller, who's this? You're on the air. This is Carol. Hey, Carol, go ahead. How old are you? Uh, why? Well, I want to know your age. Fifty-seven. No, 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 no. <laughs> you're you're fifty. Oh. No. <laughs> well, no. I thought that maybe you were one of these kids. I'm I'm forty. Yeah. I'm going to be forty-two in two days. <laughs> okay. Well, that's that's the age of my sons. Okay, so um. Do you remember when the government took uh, parental raising away from their children, from their from their kids, and said you cannot spank them, you cannot, you know, reprimand them, you can give them timeouts? But um, I was just a little curious because I think the government is too much into raising kids when I grew up. And I know my kids are sensible. Sensible. They have their heads out of their rear end, but some of these kids don't have that anymore. When I talk to kids, it's it's like talking to a brick wall. Okay. So you know, I mean, and I just wanted to say, when we were voting years ago, it was only for people, older people, who were at home, who could not get out to vote. And now it seems like I got a phone call, and a lady yesterday said, we're going to send you out a mail-in ballot. I said, don't bother, because I go to the polls and vote. There's too much fraudulent information in these elections that can cause a lot of issues. Like Milwaukee, they had an election in Milwaukee, and 25,000 votes were found in the trunk of a car, and it was too late to count them. There's a lot of fraudulent stuff that can go on when you have absentee ballots sent to you. Right, and then we so we probably should be you know looking into that. Probably should have been doing that since you know the pandemic began, and instead of you know what we're doing now is with the the United States Postal Service, it seems like we're doing the opposite of that. Is trying to you know increase the security, increase the amount of people that work there, increase the ability to have mail-in ballots. The idea that we're going to have so many ballots in the mail that the Postal Service wouldn't be able to handle it is kind of funny because if you read like some of the stories about, well, the, the Postal Service seems to handle, you know, the the billions of mail that comes in December, you're, you know, around the holidays, so why would it be so hard uh, for it to handle 
handle the ballots around the election. I feel like more people are sending Christmas cards than trying to trying to mail in ballots. All right, we gotta we gotta take a quick break. We'll be back after this. All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM 608 785 7914. There's a lot of texts. A lot of people are writing just paragraphs of text. And I honestly like, I can get like an idea out. For example, when we were talking about mailing our $1,200 checks, Tim, I think most people got their $1,200 checks direct deposited, Rick. I don't know. I don't know if, if that's a fact or not, Tim. You think that? I think, I don't know. Steve, maybe Scott, Scott Robert Shaw, Scott's comment today, maybe Scott should run for president. He seems to, and I'll just say, complain about, he seems to complain on the radio what he doesn't like about Trump. Right. I feel like there's eight hours before this show that complain about Joe Biden. So, I mean, Scott gets a minute. Scott get him. Well, he gets two minutes, right? The Scott's comment runs earlier in the day, too, right? At least once. So uh, I think we can handle like one minute of complaint about Donald Trump. Should be should be okay with that. Uh, Ken's waiting on the phone. Ken, go ahead, man. Hey, Rick, how you doing, bud? I'm all right. Yeah, that, that young lady that not young lady, the lady that just called in about absentee voting. I I, I did that. Mailed. Uh, they mailed me the form, and then they said, well, I needed a copy of my driver's license to be sent back. So then I had to mail it back. I had to go up to Miller Quick Print because I don't have a printer. Yeah, who has who's, who my- has the ability to, to uh, I guess, and you have to physically mail it back? You couldn't, like, email it back? I don't know when you did this. No, no, yeah, it was for this last uh, election little thing, the primary or whatever it was. Oh, and you but- had to physically mail something back to your county clerk? Right, okay. and, but I had to go up to like Miller Quick Print and get a copy of my driver's license, which is a good idea. That way, they know it's you. It's got the picture of you on there. Your signatures on your driver's but license. But at that point, that, you might as well just stuff, go. But, I mean, I, I understand an absentee ballot. Maybe you're not or going to be around on the day of elections, and you you want to send in your ballot early. But the idea that you have to go somewhere and print off your driver's license, uh, right, and then mail it, just seems like more of a hassle than than voting in general. Like, I just, I, well, I don't want to do that. And I guess that way you don't have to stay in line to vote. But, you know, we have this new thing. You're probably familiar with it. It's called the interweb. Why can't we just vote online? You know, put in your information, your last four digits of your Social Security number. You know, yeah, I don't, Republican, I don't, Democrat. That would be way, I, I don't get it. It would be way too easy. It would, it would, probably, <laughs> take, it would probably take billions of dollars to uh, to keep it secure. But if we're doing our taxes online and if we're getting, you know, the other the other guy, Steve texted it or uh, Tim texted in, we're getting our, our checks direct deposited. So we're telling the IRS our Social Security and our direct deposit numbers, and then they're sending us $1,200 checks over the, you know, essentially over the Internet. So, yeah, why why can't we vote online? Because, because that would be way too easy. It would be hard to secure. But, you know, apparently the mail is too hard to secure. All the voter fraud that's not happening with mail-in voting, but everyone seems to believe it's going to happen. So we can't vote by mail, but we're we're going to vote. We can only vote by driving 40 miles to Caledonia to tell somebody that I live at an address. I live here. This is me. I don't show an ID. So, And then anybody could go do that, right? Like Anybody could say they're me until I show up. <laughs> they got to hope that I don't show up to vote if they want to... F- pretend they're me all right who else is calling here 
So many calls. So little time. Day, uh, no, this is, is this Carol? No. No, I think you got Dave here. Oh, hey, Dave. Sorry. Uh, maybe. Okay, go ahead, Dave, anyway. Okay, well, maybe I'm going to say the same thing as Carol anyway. Uh, my, my wife and I did the absentee ballot routine last time because um, she was uncomfortable going and voting in person. And we have since gone in and voted in person, and there's no lines and zip right through. It's very easy. It's relatively easy to do that. It's relatively easy to do that in the area. I guess we don't, there's no, just like, can we talk? It's relatively easy to do that here. I mean, we, we made a, we, we talked about that during the, the last election that was, you know, uh, a couple of years ago and or in April, not a couple of years ago. It seems like a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, that was relatively easy. But uh, the idea that, you know, people in bigger cities are going to do that is not as easy, especially when a lot of the volunteers are, you know, not going to volunteer because they're older and they don't want to sit and have hundreds of people walk up to them and vote. Uh, libertarian guy, you've got uh, you got a minute. Go. I can do that. Uh, Rick, I've been listening to the whole show, and I'm just really struck by the casual attitude that you are demonstrating, as well as several of the callers. Voting in our country is used to be treated as a sacred right. Um, it's what made us America, that we had the ability to vote for who we wanted, and we had integrity to our, our election process. And what's being tossed around here is, I mean, you're, you're, you're proposing that we just, you know, not worry about this voter fraud potential and tie up for days trying to validate all these signatures. There's 371 roughly million people in our country, and that would just be an impossible task to try to do that. Um, online voting is subject to all sorts of, of fraud. Um, but how is it's it? Just, how it's is just it, very scary to how is hear. It, how is it that, impossible? That the casual attitude. How is it impossible to verify it that way? But we also have to verify all these people apparently by looking at their ID and then looking at them to make sure that they are who they are one yeah. at a time. Well, that, what's the difference? That's in an absentee voting situation. But every time we open the door a little bit, we opened the door years ago for absentee voting. And that was justified because veterans serving our country stationed overseas weren't available to vote. All right. I got to go. All right. I got to go. That was over a minute. <laughs> I got 10 seconds. 10 seconds. Hey, thanks a lot for everyone for listening. Uh, Ron Kine tomorrow. So maybe we can ask him about this. Uh, we'll be back after that. After that. We'll be back tomorrow. Save 